Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's D.A. All right, all right, all right. It's Mraz, it's Bogish. It's a summer week for D.A. Here aboard the mothership, Billy Jockalone rocking and rolling on the wheels of steel. You know Pete the Body. He's got days to burn. Patty Boyle here after working an overnight hard hat guy. If you are looking for Canadian bacon for the third straight day, we'll be featured in hour four of the show. Hour four, hour four, hour four at 9.20 a.m. Eastern. Uh, it has been an off-the-rails first two hours of the show. We did ask our poll question today. Is today a must-win, a can't-lose, a gotta-have-it, or nice-to-have-it night for the Miami Heat? DA apparently has not liked what he's heard through first to us, we think. He's going to check in from vacation in 19 minutes from now. In 30 minutes from now, Brian Geltseiler, Hoops Critic, going to talk a little NBA playoffs as well ahead of a big Game 5 tonight. Patrick Mahomes yesterday, speaking bogey. First of all, Andrew, hello. Good morning. Sean, good morning to you. I you, always like doing the re good morning. Yeah. Top I appreciate of the hour, new that. audience. And I know you won't say it because you're that humble leader. I'll do it for you. Yeah. You were up late last night taking your dad to Yankee Stadium for some high level meetings. He and did a, pay for parking, though. And a baseball game. Very little sleep. Here you are as well. Hard hat to you as well. Not the same as Boyle, but good good efforts. Yeah, I think you and I are even going to hammer out a, a, a PGP. Look. And for those who complain late, there will not be two sides to a PGP today, I don't think. We will get one PGP out there for you. Yeah. Post-show. And for those of you complaining that you can't find the PGP, go to the Permission Granted podcast tab on the Odyssey app, and you will see it there. That is where the company wants it to live, because it's its own podcast. Please find it there and subscribe and download. Let me ask you this, because I don't know these things. When DA's out, I feel like we don't need to do a, a PGP. What if we did a segment... Uh huh. On this show, that was the a live PGP, and then we can just have Boyle edit it and put it out as this PGP itself after the fact, so we could leave again right uh, when the show. I, I, I would over. love that, but you know we'd get crushed for that. By whom? Da. Okay. <laughs> I don't need to be doing extra side C's. I, I don't. I don't need to do that. That's true. You know, Pete's got fifty-four days off. I can't be doing that. I can't be doing. It. So we'll get a PGP out there for you. Plus. DA on CBS quotes. I mean, he needs something to do at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> That's true. He does. All right. We have sound from Patrick Mahomes spoke yesterday. You know, all this talk, Joe Burrow's up for an extension. Justin Herbert's up for an extension. You just had the Lamar Jackson, Daniel Jones deals come down. Yet last year, Deshaun Watson. Jalen Hurts just got a monstrous deal. So Patrick Mahomes 
felt like he signed an extremely team-friendly deal, and now there's already talk of redoing his deal. So what gives, Patrick? Me, my agent, and the team always keep open communication. Uh, and we try to do whatever is the best for the team, but obviously I want to do the best for myself as well. Um, but at the same time, I, I want to, I've always said I, I worry about legacy and winning rings more than making money at this moment. Um, but uh, I'm, I know we keep communication. We see what's going on, on around the league. Um, but at the same time, I'll never do anything that's going to hurt us from keeping the great players around me. So it's kind of teetering around that line. Hmm. I have a kind of an issue with this. I think Mahomes is saying something all fans want to hear, especially if you're a Chief fan, because if you don't care about making every last dollar, Tom Brady did that for a long time. You can generally afford to put a better team around you in different spots. If Patrick Mahomes is genuine with this, then good for him. The reason it kind of mm, was not always as genuine with Brady every time somebody brought it up is his wife always made more than him anyway. Well, so, and I also think people went back and like, while Brady, I guess, could have in theory made more, he also wasn't giving up as much as right. it was made to, right. to seem. And Brady found a way through his own stuff, the TB12, as if he wasn't losing money. No, 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 no. There's a lot of just fancy accounting yeah. and different terms for things. He could have, yes, he could have made more money, but he did not leave bags of cash in Robert Kraft's office. Now, on one hand... What Patrick Mahomes says there makes him look better than Lamar Jackson publicly because Lamar Jackson was essentially outspoken about wanting to, you know, get that marker of getting that Deshaun Watson deal. So good for Patrick Mahomes. But I I refuse to believe that the union who views Patrick Mahomes as perhaps this era's Michael Jordan right now, like he is on that kind of trajectory. Championships might be a little harder to come by, but he's already won two. But he is that kind of special player. There is, and and hold your ears if you don't want to hear this, there is a decent chance in 12 years we view Patrick Mahomes as the better all-time player than Tom Brady. Really? Well, hold on. Okay. Hold on. He does already have two, so he's not going to just be a one-time champion. Right. I think that Brady Brady's amount of rings probably never get topped. Yes. But is that strictly make him the better player all time than Patrick Mahomes? Like if Mahomes got to four rings, seeing how he's played quarterback, like I already think that I the best of Mahomes I've seen has been the best of Brady on an individual game basis as far as just purely watching quarterbacks play. Okay, so this sound this feels like a conversation that I've had about and a belief I've had about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Aaron, okay. Like I I think Aaron Rodgers plays the quarterback position better than Tom Brady plays it. Like you're talking about throws right. and, and and athleticism and avoiding pressure, making plays with your legs if you're going to do the old school QB skills competition. It's prettier to, the, to watch. Put the you know the the blue pool cue chalk in the football and throw it moving targets. Rodgers would win those over Brady, but at some point Brady's titles and Super Bowl appearances yeah. eliminate all of that from the conversation. And I would also say there's another difference in that I've seen Rodgers himself come up short and throw his own team out of big playoff games far too much, where Brady never did that. Sure. The reason Patrick Mahomes only has two rings and not three or four is not on Patrick Mahomes, or I don't view Patrick Mahomes as coming up short in some of these moments the way I have viewed Rodgers do that. Now, there's room for that. I mean, that could happen with Mahomes, but I think Mahomes is that special. 
and I just keep saying this to say, when he's talking about, I'm concerned about legacies, that's awesome. And I'm sure that's on his mind, the Brady thing. But I, I think when you're that special a player, and we're in this world where this influx of capital is coming in, I mean, how many more games need to be streamed? Jeez, last night we found out we no longer have Netflix because I can't hack my mother-in-law's account. Big problem in my house. No more Baby Shark. Yeah. All this money coming in, Peacock Games and Amazon Prime and Sunday Ticket on YouTube. And the cap, the cap will go up and up and up. And there has been talk on the next CBA, do the quarterbacks have a separate salary cap structure from the league? Right. I refuse to believe that at some point in his career, Patrick Mahomes is not the highest paid player in the league. But it's gonna. But are we ever going to leave this cycle, though, of somebody becomes number one and then the next guy beats his deal? Okay, like but even if, even if he's the highest paid player for... Three months, he will get there. He was never that even when he signed this extension. He wasn't at that moment. I believe he was not. I mean, the 450 is the richest ever. But I thought at the moment. Per year, though, it was not. I thought the moment it was. But now it's seventh because people keep jumping him. If it was, then I'm extremely wrong, and I will admit I'm wrong. Because that's the that's the good. I thought that was the point when his contract came out. It felt very team-friendly, and it felt like because of the amount of years, it was the, the largest. But I thought I mean, per maybe, year, it was not. Maybe Rodgers was always ahead yeah. of him. But then he's gotten also now jumped by five other people. And I feel like this will just happen again. They'll renegotiate his. And then a couple of years from now, whatever new for Burrow yeah. and Allen and and why am I blanking on uh, Justin Herbert, Herbert. they're going to do the same thing again. Like, okay, I need a new deal now because it's out of whack with Patrick's. And then they're going to jump him again. Like, I just yeah. don't. And then who knows who's going to come in the NFL and go nuts. Like, we didn't think Jalen Hurts was right. a record setting. This year's contract. probably going to be Daniel Jones after he signed. Exactly. Right. So like we've so this is always going to be a thing where it's not going to line up correctly that the best player has the yeah. most money. I I would also say I'm probably secretly mad at the Chiefs that if I took a team friendly deal, I didn't get to keep Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And I'm running around with Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony in a Super Bowl. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think that on top of that, just the fact that this was billed as this amazing agreement and all of this money, and it so very quickly became not that huge of a deal yeah. and one that he should not want to live in for much longer. Right. Like that, it, it, the Chiefs won that. Right. Like the Chiefs got the W right. in those negotiations. They definitely did. Look, bottom line is this. I love, I love the fire Mahomes talking about a legacy, but you can't tell me that because it, you, can't, you can't act like the money doesn't matter. Because it always matters. I I just like transparency. Just say, hey, I know what I am to this league. That stuff will work out. We'll find my worth. We'll continue to find my worth in the ever-changing landscape. The legacy thing just feels like I'm putting my chips down. I really want everybody to be proud of this moment. And, yeah. I, and Mahomes doesn't deserve to get knocked because he's like the greatest kid ever. Well, that's the thing. I'll listen to that from him. I don't need the fake humility from other guys. Like, it seems pretty oh. legitimate. Like, I think we're Is gonna there anything worse than fake humility? I'm pretty sure we're just going to keep progressing with him in the same Brady conversations of, oh, yeah. he could have gotten more, but he left a few extra mil for whatever. Because right. you're going to need new tight ends and new wide receivers. It's going to be the same Brady arc. Yes. It's always going to it's going to be team-friendly after team-friendly. It's going to feed the narrative of but how selfless he is. it's not exactly he like is. he's saving a ton of money. Right. Okay. All right, more tweets coming in. Steven and SC tweets, I'm toasting to you, Mraz. I give you a hard time and make jokes and rant on your bacon, but I appreciate you making me laugh and making my morning of work entertaining. Ooh. Booskies. Carol tweets in Carol. What if the pie was a hand pie, like the closed ones, the closed squares, and you don't know if it was cherry until you bite into it. Did I miss that part if it was an actual pie? Well, 
I, Greg Caserta could officially answer that, but I could counterpoint that. I don't believe I've ever seen closed, personal pies that are ShopRite brand. Those tabletop ones I've certainly seen. Right. Those are like the, they serve as like the one person pies. But even those, the very center of the pie is usually like, uh, you know, either a little hole or like you could see blue for blueberry, red for cherry. Yes. I also feel like cherry pie is, maybe it's the nature of the cherry. It's like gooier than apple pie is. I just, they don't, they don't yeah. ever look alike. But even if it was Look, like a hostess, like prepackaged thing. I mean, guys, there are real lawsuits. And by the way, I'll read another one on that McDonald's one in right. a second. There are real lawsuits. And it's okay to admit there are people in this country who look for money grabs. Yeah. It, it happens. Yeah. She should have gotten her money back right. from ShopRite. Right. Shop, or, yeah, like if that if you go return and go, hey, I wanted an apple. Yeah. You you paid for something that you thought. Right. Sure. Get your money back. Suing for 35 grand. I'm sorry. This sounds like a crazy person who was probably, you know, like we all are in this country, struggling more than they should financially, going, this is my chance to strike gold because everybody else does. Yeah. I'm sorry. I it's just I feel like that is the case here. Uh, Johnny tweets in, I read the coffee case in law school. The woman needed skin grafts and lost partial use of her privates because the coffee was so unreasonably hot that a jury found it to be dangerous. That said, the pie lawsuit is ridiculous. So that, if that is what happened at McDonald's, look, if you can't function down there, right, and you need skin grafts, that is not drinkable coffee. No, and you and your. By the way, how does coffee even get that hot? Yeah, I mean, is it? I guess boiled. You just have the, boiled. the setting is too high. Yeah, because you're right. It, then what you said the last time is. You should be able to drink coffee the second the person hands it right. to you. Like hot chocolate's the same deal or tea. It can't be I got to wait 10 minutes for it to cool off so I can drink it. Right. Right. You also, should, you also should know that it's hot. And that first sip always should be a delicate one. You shouldn't be putting, putting it in between your legs. Right. Yeah. Wow. Well. Can I update the poll question, by the way? Sure. You can. I was just going to ask, too, with the with the pies. I thought you were going to ask for with the privates. <laughs> no. They're related. Hold on. They, they might them. be related. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about what about the pies? <laughs> Never mind. What do you mean? So today's poll question oh. for the Miami Heat: What type of game is tonight's game five? With your choices being must win, yeah. can't lose, gotta have it, or nice to have it. You've got plenty of time still to vote, but right now, nice to have it, which is the official vote of me and Billy Jock alone is winning in a relative landslide. Get out of town. 45% of voters say it'd be nice for the Heat to have Game 5 in Boston tonight. Wow. In now, when the Celtics win in seven, this is on your guys, on now, your head. Now, the combined efforts, because in some circles, must win and can't lose are the same thing. You put those together, that's They're only not. 26% of the vote on those two things. So we're living in a world where most people gotta or nice to have it for the heat. Tonight. And I just want to address this before we throw it a break. And our leader DA joins us, I think from Wrigley field to tell us this, to tell you this bogus hated, loathe the idea that I could come up with the ungentleman sweep and then the gentleman's mop, but yeah. yet is going out of his way for, I think the first time in DA show advanced analytics ever to read you poll question results an hour early. Yeah. Just to tell you, his new made-up phrase of "nice to have it," love it, is winning. I'm but have he's allowed to make up bar. He's allowed to make up sports phrases when they fit him. Bogue, I'm not. Bogue's been a big hot take guy this week. I kind of love it. He's, he's sliding into a new role. I yeah. like it. I, I like it. it. I tell you what, I feel not, intimidated. 
No, you don't. Okay. That's sweet of you to say. All right. When we come back, we find out if we're fired. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Cream pie. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the baby races here at Venerable Smoothie King Center. This is Ian Eagle. Before the quarterfinals, we've got breaking news. It looks like the league is already scouting a new prospect. Damon Amendolara of CBS Sports Radio has kept this under wraps until now, but we have got the scoop. His firstborn was delivered on Tuesday. The name? A.J. Amendolara, whose scouts are saying has all of his mother's resiliency and focus and none of his dad's shakiness in big spots. Hey, Dad, more support under the head and neck area when you hold him. A.J. Amendo, book it. Now, let's get back to the baby races. Stunned to a news. D.A. is not at Wrigley Field for Mets-Cubs. Not saving the A's. He's not having burn days to burn. D.A. is a father. D.A. joins us now on the D.A. Show. Wow. Ian... Pronouncing Baby Amendo here is is one of those things you never forget. As I stand outside the hospital and listen to the voice of March Madness and the baby races, and now it's my firstborn. Yes, it was amazing, guys, to see how many of our listeners just assumed I was screwing around in the middle of the week uh, in May. <laughs> oh, it's a summer Tuesday? It's a summer Wednesday? What are you doing, DA? Oh, he's just screwing off. No, 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 something a little bit more important. And now I have amazing respect for you guys. This is 
a really tough job. I can't believe you guys have done this twice. You haven't seen a Friday yet. Hang tight. <laughs> uh, uh, well, holy cow! It's a lot. So, first of all, how is the Bourbon Bell? She is such a warrior. I mean, every time you watch your wife go through something like this, I'm sure you guys felt the same way. You just have this incredible respect for the fact that they do everything and we do nothing. It's like, wow, you carried you carried the the child for nine months, and then you had to have that child removed from your body. And then you had to nurse that child. It's like, I'm again, I'm just sitting here going, do I? Do you need me to do anything? I mean, like you said, Mariah, get ice chips. Yeah. She's, doing, she's doing great, though. But uh, last night was, first night was pretty good. Second night, not a lot of sleep. He was very gassy. He was mm. like Mariah after uh, Bob's Bar. Very, very gassy. So we're working on, like, Two hours sleep, maybe last night, um, maybe maybe three if we're lucky. So it kind of it kind of feels like kind of feels like watching the national championship game and then try to come in and do the show. Well, let me give you some advice because, like Mraz, you know that's a new digestive system. It's almost like he had the colonoscopy. So <laughs> yeah. I know you want to give him a chicken cheese stick because that sounds <laughs> healthy, but I'd still I'd hold off for a couple more days on that because you know what happens then on the, on when that's on its way out. Within 10 seconds of being introduced uh, to nursing, he, he was great with it. So he's got an amendo appetite. But, uh, yeah, at this point, we're, we're trying to keep him away from the greasy food and the sandwiches <laughs> and, the, and the heroes at the moment. And I think the question everybody wants to know, D.A., upon seeing your child, your newborn, A.J., for the first time, did he look at all like Coach O? <laughs> in, in, in all honesty, he doesn't really look like me, which is pretty, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, I, I don't know if he looks like uh, the Bourbon Bell either. So we're both kind of like, well, is he our kid? I think he's our kid. But that, that is funny. If you saw him today, he definitely looks more like Ed Ogeron than he does me. <laughs> like, and if we're being serious, didn't Coach O know before we did? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we ran into Coach O in the. Um, in the hospital, uh, in the in the hotel uh, down in Miami when we went to the Keys, and that was oof, I don't know, like three months ago or so, four months ago. So he saw it. He immediately uh, recognized the situation. He could supposed to play, and uh, I I think I had maybe I told you guys. I'm not sure. It was right around that time. It was. I think it was upon returning when we questioned on the air why we saw no pictures of your wife, and then it suddenly, <laughs> right it suddenly. Oh yeah. But you still beat Cap. We knew with three months to go. We didn't know from a day to go. So it was good. That, that was good. We knew behind the scenes. And I think we all proved we are the biggest secret keepers in the world that we did not leak this. Now, uh, the other important question I think everybody wants to know, you know, we've heard DA the host. We've heard, you know, obviously New York accent. How is DA on diaper change duty? Well, right now, I'm just co-pilot here. I'm still watching the nurse. I'm still watching the nurses do this. Um, and now, I, I will tell you, I have held the legs as it's been uh, wiped. I have his uh, legs, held the his diaper. Legs. You've heard his, his legs, legs. His not legs. the yeah, legs. Right. At, at first, it was my legs I was holding, and then I was holding his legs, and then I was holding the diaper, and I did wipe as well. But I have not done the whole thing like as a solo mission yet. So I'm I'm getting up to as crew chief at some point going to do it myself. But uh, you know, we're still in the hospital, and so they're all like, "Hey, as long as you're here, just use us," because the moment you go home. You know, you guys are flying without a parachute, so we're like, okay, yeah, we'll do that. 
So we've got summer fry DAs. We have birth DAs. What's the DA dad construction? What are we calling you oh. now? Like dad DA? I, What's how, What are we doing? I think it's I think it's dad, but just D and A is capitalized. Okay. So the <laughs> DA capitalized, and the, the last D is, is, is lowercase. Now, I'm, I'm telling you, I have so much respect for you guys. I, I, I wasn't working with you both when you actually had your children. But, Mraz, the fact that you balanced this, and then came, I don't know when you came back to work, but I know that it was relatively soon. Yeah, three I'm days. Take, both, both my kids were I'm, football season. I had no choice. Yeah. I you mean, probably had a the, choice. The, <laughs> the, the company's been great, so they're going to give me two weeks here. So everybody listen out there, you get another two weeks of Mirage and Bogues and the whole crew so you can enjoy that. But, uh, I, I mean, we're only two days into this, so uh, I'm sure it's going to get even rockier. And I'm like, oh. wow, trying to balance this in two days and, like, scripting a show and, like, having takes? I mean, I, I like... There's no way I could have a take today on anything that happened. I barely could. I, I've had like 10 seconds to even look at ESPN.com or CBSSports.com. So well, it's no big on? deal. Jock alone didn't have a take on the hockey game either, DA, so don't feel bad. <laughs> to, to be honest, last night uh, I, was, I was up for duty as, as my wife slept, and I was like, I'll take care of him and, and you know, burp him and you know, try to get him through a couple hours here as you, you rest. So she said, you want something on TV? I said, if you can just find a game, any game, and you could mute it, I'll just sit here and watch it. So the, the first thing that, that came on was the, the hockey game. So I go, perfect. So I think I saw like six minutes of the second period, and then he started screaming relentlessly. And the nurses, the nurses came in, and they're like, anything? You guys need anything? And my wife goes, yeah, uh, he doesn't like hockey either, apparently. Yeah, so there's like, there's like radio audiences across the country. And we better not hear AJ doing Canadian bacon in 20 years. I don't want to hear it. No, I told him that that is, uh, is your domain, but I did say we're going to see if Pete can get him some shift to tape op in a few years. He just needs to oh. figure out uh, Adobe Audition quick. Well, DA, we'll leave you on this. Jack Stern's in charge of Sports Minute, so the, if we can get a hurry up on that. <laughs> Wait, what about Tucson? Does he want to be the baby oh, with the landfill? Right. You gave us oh, the baby for Big baby. baby in the landfill. Oh, my God. I'm going to start filing his W-2 right now. Let's get him on the book so that we when the show actually happens, we now have the baby. We have the baby for Big Baby <laughs> yeah. your, your actual son and your metaphorical son. Jeez. Oh, uh, apparently, shows together. apparently he will not be uh he will not be crushed if the coyotes leave Phoenix. <laughs> That's what we learned last night. <laughs> All right. Well you have more important things to go. Go be a dad. We'll catch you in a couple weeks. And uh yeah, don't worry, the show's in good hands. It's only been off the rails fourteen times in the last three years. Thank you, boys. I All appreciate right. it, man. Thank Congratulations. You. Send our best Love to you, Bourbon DA. Bell. Love you, DA. That's right. The world's biggest secret, DA is a dad. AJ Amendolara has now been born into this world. The Bourbon Bell doing great. And yes, for those, no, we were not surprised. We found out right after DA returned from Florida and that Ed Ogeron story when we were like, how do we not get one picture with DA? So, well, yeah. that's because, and who was the other coach that was there? Oh, oh geez, Dick Vermeil. Dick Vermeil knew the Bourbon Bell was yeah. pregnant before us. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just incredible. Right. Now, we are... I don't think he mind me saying this. We were a little ahead of schedule, so Tuesday exit from DA was not what we had been planning for, right? No, we were about a week ahead of schedule. Yeah. But I will tell you this. For those of you wondering, now you can put it together. Do you know why the Bob's Bar show was not Memorial Day weekend in mm -hmm. June 16th? Wink, wink, mm -hmm. to start off the summer. It's to make sure that the baby was born, and then therefore we had enough time to do the Bob's Bar show. Greg Caserta on your update. 
Yeah, I'll make this one quick. I know we got another guest on the other side here, so uh, we uh, save the best for last. Uh, this is just random NBA news from overseas, and that is Yao Ming is stepping down as head of China's struggling National Basketball League. He had been leading efforts to commercialize the top-tier 20-team Chinese Basketball Association management company since 2017, and while no reason was given for his departure, the board of directors decided it was time for a change. Now, we should all be betting on CBA basketball. Allegations of corruption have been rampant for years. Just last month, the Jiangsu Dragons and Shanghai Sharks were ejected from the league finals after a series of suspicious turnovers resulted in a come-from-behind win by the Sharks. Managers and coaching staffs from both teams were barred from the league for up to five years. So that's right up Boyle's alley, and I'm sure we could get a few more guys at the station to get into CBA basketball as well. Is that it? Yeah, I think uh, oh. I was I was supposed to be quick on this one. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Boyle, this is very producing on the air. Are we good? Greg can go for a little. Greg, can go again. Little Give us something okay. else. Give us something <laughs> else. Right. Back from the top. And, uh, Just had a monumental moment in show history. Can we get it together here? And then, uh, Billy, uh, baseball last night, Mike Trout made more history in the Angels 7-3 win over the Red Sox, sound four. Here's the delivery on Trout, swings at that one and lifts the ball high and deep out into left center field at the wall. It's Trout here! Trout, he's had two hits in this series. They've each left the ballpark. Mike Trout with his 12th of the year. Angels add on with a couple more. It's now 7-1 Halos. And 7-3 was the final. Terry Smith on the Angels Radio Network calling that one in person because the game was in Anaheim. 12th of the season, 362nd of his career, passing Joe DiMaggio for 85th on the all-time list. Three active players ahead of Trout, Miguel Cabrera, Nelson Cruz, and surprisingly, Giancarlo Stanton in a tie for 69th place all-time. DiMaggio was unavailable for comment. And uh, that's the last I got on this one. Jeez, 855-212-4227. Brian Geltzeiler, our next guest at B. Geltz NBA, host on Sirius XM NBA Radio, contributor at NBA TV. A big game five tonight. A must-win, can't-lose for the Boston Celtics. Brian, what's up, man? Uh, hey, guys, how we doing? What's going on? So we have semi-made this joke to start before we get to more serious stuff. For the Miami Heat tonight, we obviously know what's at stake for Boston do you view this as a as a can't lose type of spot, or do you think the Heat are okay even if they do lose this game as the pressure starts them out? Well, I, I think the Heat are one game. Like tonight, the pressure is clearly on the Boston Celtics. They've been a hot mess at home in these playoffs, and coming home tonight after losing the first two, really what's a second elimination game, they obviously have a massive amount of pressure on them. However. If Boston holds serve tonight at home and brings this series to 3-2, the pressure in this series totally shifts and becomes right on the Miami Heat. Because all of a sudden, Game 6, you could almost say is Game 7 to the Heat with having to go on the road and play Game 7. And not to say Miami's not capable of winning a Game 7 on the road, but after winning three in a row, they get themselves in a spot where they lose three in a row. That becomes a very, very difficult spot mentally, emotionally, even physically. So I do think, listen, tonight the pressure at 3-1 is still squarely on the Celtics. But with the Celtics win, that shifts in a massive, massive way. 
Brian, where are you on the Celtics at the moment? They win game four, and there's every possible reaction to, well, they just delayed the inevitable to, now they're going to win this series in seven games. Where, What did they do in game four to change your perspective on them moving forward here in this series? Well, first of all, I, I think they, they guarded the three-point arc much better than they had. Um, that was where it started. I mean, it always starts for this Boston group defensively. And when they're disconnected defensively and they're not helping each other and their closeouts and rotations are late, they're as messy as anybody on that end of the floor. And we saw a ton of that in game three of this series. And we saw a lot of confusion defensively down the stretch of both game one and game two. There was none of that in game four. The other thing is I just thought in general their spacing was better offensively. You know, we hear a lot of vague terms that come out of their head coach Joe Mazzullo's mouth, but one of those vague terms was attention to detail. You did see that in just how well they spaced themselves when they were doing pick and pop plays and found ways to get guys an extra step or two of space so they had enough time to get off open shots. And they made their open shots. You know, the other thing is this. Boston is going to want to throw up a lot of threes. That's going to be their formula here against Miami. Miami, in the first four games of the series, did a super job of guarding the arc. And, yes, I know that, my, that Boston had 42 three-point attempts in game three. That was mostly just chucking up threes to try to get back in the game. What Miami's done in, in the games, they've been also successful, and they limited three-point attempts of Boston. And Boston got a lot of really good open looks. And, and I think for, for the Celtics – they have to continue to play with that attention to detail with the spacing offensively. The other thing I think is, you know, J.C. Tatum needs to be the centerpiece at all times with this group. J- you know, for as well as Boston played in game four, Jalen Brown, again, didn't play great. He just doesn't look right in this series for whatever reason. And we can go through a list of reasons why, but he just doesn't. Everything's got to run through Tatum. Tatum proves to be a very difficult guy for Miami to guard. But the, the important key to that is that, listen, Miami's played some zone in this series that's worked out very well. They went to zone for a period of time in the third quarter of game four, and Boston shredded it. And Tatum was able to dribble through it, which should never happen. So I think for Boston here, you know, making sure that the ball's in Jason Tatum's hands, like most of the time, and let everybody be a function of that, is starting to be the formula that they're finding to potentially have some success against Miami. Should Boston go down tonight and you have another maybe questionable fourth quarter, non-existent fourth quarter from Tatum, is it fair to start to question whether the Celtics can truly ever win a finals with Tatum as their 1A star? I, I, don't, I think it's completely and entirely unfair. Jason Tatum's 25 years old. Jason Tatum is still getting better. He's still hitting new heights in his game. There's things he hasn't tapped into that he's going to be able to do yet. If Boston loses in another game where there's late game issues for them, it only says one thing to me. It says to me that you had a title-ready team, the most talented team in the NBA, and you went ahead with, and granted, there was a crisis involved, but you went ahead and hired a 34-year-old first-time head coach and then didn't shore up his coaching staff with the right kind of support. And I think Joe Mazzulla at one point could be a very good coach in this league. That kind of is not right now. And, and he was, I feel bad for Joe Mazzulla because he's been put in a spot where it's almost impossible for him to succeed. It's a brutal, brutal position they put Mazzulla in. And so if that happens again, I don't think this is a referendum on Tatum in the slightest. Tatum's got a lot of track left in this race. This is a special, special basketball player. To me, what it says is that you got to kind of right a wrong here. And I know they signed Mazzulla to an extension during the season, but to my understanding, there's not a ton of guaranteed money in that extension. Celtics have to eat it and go get themselves – 
an accomplished head coach that fits the timeline of where this team is, which is the ability to win a title right freaking now, guys. And, and that, that, to me, is the biggest problem here, is that just the coach that you hire is cutting his teeth and learning the league on a team that can't afford to have a guy in training. And that's the biggest issue here to me for, for the Boston Celtics, especially in a lot of these late-game these late situations. Brian, why wouldn't Brad Stevens or somebody else, why wouldn't they fix the coaching staff, fix the assistants? I mean, obviously, they, I'm sure they replaced Missoula, but why wouldn't they have gotten <clears throat> somebody in to help him here learn on the job? Listen, they didn't replace Missoula. They didn't replace Will Hardy. And then Damon Stoudemire left for the Georgia Tech job in the middle of the season, who was his lead assistant. I don't know. That's a great question. The only thing I will tell you, and this is granted, it's a little bit of speculation involved. I think this ownership group worries about spending money. And that's why you're hearing so much clamor about Jalen Brown and the fact that he made all NBA and how much extra money that's an entitlement to, and that they may not want to pay the freight for the luxury tax that's going to come along with carrying this type of team long-term. That's the only thing I could think of, because I just don't understand why you wouldn't properly support this guy. And with all of the really good and accomplished head coaches that are uh, that didn't have jobs going into this season, I don't understand why they wouldn't have stepped up with, with some money here and given him the proper support. So that's really, quite frankly, the only reason I can think of is that this ownership group is getting a little hesitant to really spend money. And I think they have a kind of a reckoning coming this offseason with what they're going to do in this group, because I would not break up Tatum and Brown from a basketball standpoint. The two of them like each other. They've been together for a lot of years. They've grown together. And I think they know how to play with one another. You just need the right head coach. And there may be crazy things you're hearing out there. Marcus Smart shoving himself in and out of games. Al Horford taking over huddles. Marcus Smart took over a huddle in the, in, in the third quarter of game four here. I mean, this is, this is stuff that doesn't happen. It's certainly not happening with Eric Spolster. It's not things that we saw happen with Michael Malone, even Darvin Hamm. These are not normal NBA types of things to happen during a playoff series where coaches, where players are hijacking huddles from coaches and subbing themselves in and out of games. Do you think if you gave NBA you know, officials a little truth serum behind closed doors, they're fearful of a Miami-Denver NBA Finals with a week off leading into it? Uh, I, I, listen, I think they would have rather the Celtics and the Lakers. I think the larger concern here um, is... You know, listen, I don't think, in short, no, I think a Butler versus Jokic final is going to have a lot of excitement to it. And Jokic is a guy that's just catching on to the casual fan yeah. and is actually having a lot of mass appeal when he is catching up. People are watching and playing going, oh, my God, I have to watch this guy. I can't believe how good he is. I mean, I've had, I've had a bunch of people say that to me over the course of the last couple of days who are just tuning into these games now. So I think there's... To be able to put another star on a big stage and have him grow, I think they're okay with that. Obviously, Lakers Celtics, they would have liked more. The larger concern is last night, and that like last night being dark, is the Western Conference Finals with LeBron James in it being done after four games and the Lakers. That, to me, is a larger problem. Again, if Miami wins tonight, okay, now we're in a situation where there's a dark full week in the NBA. Yeah. And I think that, to me, is the larger concern is that you know, they, I, listen, I think the league would really like the Celtics to extend the series at least to six games, if not to seven, just so there's still basketball in front of people's faces between now and when the finals start. Like, that, to me, is the much larger concern for the league. And I get, yes, you'd love Lakers-Celtics, but in the end, it, it, you know, you want your two best teams, and people go crazy over Jimmy Butler. The hitting shirts are everywhere. Um, and Jokic is, is a guy that people will kind of get their arms around a little bit. It's still a stars league. So I think that's going to be okay. 
the problem, the short series in the conference finals is a tough spot for the league. You know, and we've talked about that layoff, the possibility of it since we got close to sweeps. And we kind of both, Sean and I, assume like this is bad enough where the league might make an adjustment. But then I went back and looked yesterday, and this has happened fairly often. Eight, nine, ten. The Nets in 2003 had ten days off before game one with the Spurs. Wow. So it I doesn't seem that. like the NBA actually cares that much. Well, I, I so here's, well, they care. I they don't care enough to change their structure, I should say. Well, that's that's a logistical issue, right? And and that's that's because what they have done is made a deal with the broadcast partners of this is when the finals are going to be broadcast. So I don't know if it's the NBA as much as it's the broadcast partners saying these are the dates that are pretty much ESPN, ABC. These are the dates that we've set forth for these games to be on our channels. These are the game. These are the dates that they're going to be there. This is what's contracted. So. Because the thought to moving it up, it's a nice idea in terms of saying, hey, we keep basketball fresh in people's minds. And I even think it's a nice idea on the back end because you do finals. If the finals go wrong, it runs right up to the draft. So I, I, you get a little space in between where you have some build up to the draft if you would run it earlier. The thing is, the broadcast partners just aren't allowing that. This is, they pay a lot of money for these rights. These are the dates they set aside, and it's just something the league's got to deal with. At B. Geltz NBA host on Sirius XM NBA Radio, Brian Geltziler's name. Brian, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Always my pleasure. Take care. Thanks, Take- Brian. Take care. Brian's always gracious with his time. Long time covering the NBA. Just goes back to show you all about the TV. Same thing with the NFL. They care about the TV. I just can't believe that, like, ABC, let's say, is a partner. That it matters for them. That like, I would love to know what they have on next Tuesday night. Well... I think it goes back to our good buddy Pete and all the crap we give him for making schedules. It's hard to make schedules. So what they've done is they've locked themselves in to, I'm going to have, I hope to have seven games and I want them to be in a certain like 13 day window. They can slot a little forward or a little back, but they're basically, those dates are done. And then I can fill the rest in because the flip side is, they don't know what they're doing, and then all of a sudden they're scrambling. There's no promotion. I mean, while we were talking this morning, you know, they've run a promo that says Game One NBA Finals June first, locked in stone, set in, yeah. and it's done. So logistically for them, it's easier to do it this way, and they've got the power because they're right in the chest. Power, power. Dent, 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 dent. But dun. Like, like I said to Brian, I couldn't believe how many times. This happened, and it stems from the last long one that I could find was 2019. The Warriors had nine days off, but seven times there's been at least a nine-day break. Crazy. Before game. For for, both teams? For at least one team. Right, both teams is the problem. But what's the difference, though? I guess the small, like, because they don't know even. Well, the the difference is you still have games every other night. But not every other series went seven the full way. Well, I think you get inside four or five days, you understand it's a little bit of a calming reset. I think a week or more is too much. Of nobody playing. And I think then the the counter would be well, instead of having the Western Conference final game six on a night that you already scheduled, you could have NBA finals game one on that same night. Here's my other issue, though. You know, the NBA also, they go like both ways here. I personally, just from like an aesthetics point of view, hate that you could get to game sevens in round one, and we've already started game ones in round two, like that weekend wraparound where, right. let's say a Sunday night's a game seven, but like Saturday at one was a game one of, I just hate that. So they're in such a rush to get these other series started. But you know what that again is about? Making they, sure you fill the TV partners on the weekend. Right. There's got to be a 330 ABC but then, game. But then, 
we could turn around and bow down and not play a Saturday night game and leave Saturday night dark because the XFL's got a championship game? Yeah. It just feels like what they're telling us doesn't really add up with the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, but they just they all go back to who, who wants to put their games on. And by the way, next next Tuesday night, if they wanted to move the finals up two days to try to make everything work, just as less of a gap. Yeah. 8 p.m., Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. 9 p.m., Celebrity Jeopardy. Which probably actually rates fairly well. Constance Wu, <laughs> Ike Barinholtz, and Jalen yeah. Rose. Now, and obviously they were going to play games this weekend. If I think we'll live without Constance Wu on Celebrity Jeopardy. But I, they they probably part of it too. They don't want to start the finals Memorial Day weekend. I don't know how drastic the difference is between again game one of the finals yeah, or game but, six of the Western Conference. But then you're finals. fine playing. Yeah, but then you're fine playing like almost game seven. Right. In the comp, yeah. So I, I think the the bottom line is they want to finish at a certain date and they can't. They just don't want to go any further. And they want to have some concrete finals plans. They don't mind and moving but, other games, other series around and off, but this one they want to have as close to set in stone as possible. And this is the only thing I'll say: if the NBA Finals are a big money maker for ABC, for anybody that wants to push back and say, and I'm already seeing people go, "Well, what, follow the money, follow the money." I'm sorry, are they not going to make that money because it starts two days earlier? And aren't they losing money by not airing? Because it's not like they jump in only for the NBA Finals. No, but what Brian said, they lo- they're they losing money now on the Western Conference Finals only going four games. That's where they lost money. Right. But the, the overall money conversation is that ABC gives them whatever, hundreds of millions or a billion dollars. Right, but they're not going to lose any money by moving it up a day. No, but they got more money from ABC by giving them the ability to set the schedule like this I, I, at I the initial it. agreement. But I would think ABC themselves, like I understand everything you're saying. I'm not even talking about the league. I would think ABC would turn around and go, well, we got less on the end of the Western Conference Finals. Let's get this thing moving here. Um, maybe unless, and I've never been in a, in a job like this. You maybe, cannot tell me that Celebrity Jeopardy rates better than the NBA. No, final. but it might be easier to sell inventory when you can almost guarantee the air time, the air date, as opposed to game that. one is either going to be on Sunday or a Thursday or a Tuesday. It might, if it's more locked in, maybe it's easier I mean, to sell, or you can ask more for I, it. I understand what you're saying. I have a hard time thinking advertisers are going to pull out. All right, the DA show, CBS Sports Radio. I'm looking for a, a burger. I'm looking for buffalo wings. I'm looking at what happened. DA on CBS Sports Radio. All right, the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. If you're just joining us, Bouncing Baby Boy will tweet in and tell you, I'm toasting the DA on joining the Dad's Club. Congratulations to him and the Bourbon Bell. I'm sure he'll be an amazing father. Booskies. Citrus Thorne tweets in, it's DA daddy A. Skipper Tim Page. Toast DA on the new baby. Booskies. Kristen in Buffalo. Stunned to a news. Booskies to DA and the Bourbon Bell on the new edition. Congrats. Booskies. And then, of course, uh, somebody tweets in and goes, I'm trashing the NBA for not starting the finals earlier. So we have our priorities to check. Yes, DA joined us with the big announcement at 820 AM Eastern. He is not in Wrigley Field. He's actually at a hospital because... AJ Amendolar has been brought into this world. Congratulations, DA and the Bourbon Bell. A beautiful baby boy. But there is a new New York accent featuring Bernie, Bernie Williams, Williams yeah. if you miss DA's voice. DA did tape a New York accent with Bernie, I think, from the hospital waiting room. I think Bernie delivered the baby. Bernie might have delivered the baby. Big baby in the landfill. AJ and Mraz coming to Tucson. All right, when we come back. Is Tatum or Butler's legacy more on the line? The DA Show, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.